Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Yes. Um, hello. We are here today to talk about The Iceman. The Iceman. It came out in 2012. And we have a guest today. It's Chris. It's me. <laughs> it's Chris. He's it's always Chris. here, but he's on the <laughs> mic. We've given him a mic. <laughs> um, the Iceman is about uh, real life uh, serial or contract killer, uh, Richard Kuklinski. I can't say his name. I think name. it's something it's Polish. along those lines. And they make a lot of mention, actually, in the movie that he's Polish. They do. Um, and so he was arrested in 1986, and he had a wife and kids, and they had no idea about his whole contract killer life. And I think he killed about 100 people over the span of his thing. And this, so this movie, like, was trying to, like, I guess, trying to, like, talk about his life. But we didn't really see much of his childhood or anything, but... Just flashes. Just flashes, and uh, mostly it starts from when he gets his, like, first job, I think, with Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. Big boss man, bad guy, Ray Liotta. And he goes on, uh, f- you know, works for him for a while, gets fired. You forgot to mention he started his career as a mild manner, like, porn editor or something? Yeah, or that's dubber? true. Yeah. He was uh, dubbing porn. Yeah. Which I guess was owned by the mob. Yeah, it was all mob, mob related. Up. So they, 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 they found him. They were like, oh, this guy's tall and he's scary. So let's. He's not afraid. Yeah. We threatened him and he. Didn't care. Didn't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's something strange about him. Let's get him on our side so mm-hmm. he doesn't kill us. Yep. Um, yeah. What did y'all think of this film? I didn't mind it. I, I think I only gave it two and a half on Letterboxd, which I think Chris also gave it. Oh. <laughs> but. I'd give it a did three, Did you give two. it something? Oh, didn't rate it yet. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd also give it a three. I feel like there's lots of things that I liked better that I gave a three. It's very hard when it's only yeah. five stars. But um, I don't know. I think fine. I would give it two, <clears throat> two and a half as well. Yeah. It didn't, like, impress me much. <laughs> as Shania Twain would say. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I hear that. It was still totally watchable. Probably one of the more watchable movies of hers that we've watched mm-hmm. recently. I enjoyed. It was definitely watchable. Um, the acting was good. Did you like her Michael Jersey Shannon accent? Was good. That was interesting and distracting. <laughs> yeah, it threw me off. It, it was kind of half there, so it wasn't the best Jersey accent. I went to uh, the premiere of The Iceman at TIFF Ooh. in 2012 and hopes to see Winona again because I missed out on the Black Swan. And there were so many crowds that I couldn't actually cross the street, so I was across the street and I did see her silhouette. Oh, and of a photo, and it's like you can see the you know you know in the distance you can see Michael Shannon more because you he's can tall. see a sense of this her. This is like around but King Street, or yeah, it was uh, in front of like the Prince of Wales. Theater. No, wait, is that the King Street one? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess of Wales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the whales and uh, <laughs> royalty. I don't know. Yeah, uh, a and uh, they were all standing in front, you know, with the cameras and stuff. But uh, so from a distance, I saw her. 
Cool. And you, so you didn't go to the movie. You just went no, to no, see I, the thing. No, no, I just thing. saw the. Like, Did you do that again. ever see the movie? After no. That? Oh, so this wow. is the first this time. This was my first time. Fresh Winona content. I'd oh, always been. Yeah, it was fresh. Winona, yeah, I'd always been meaning to see it, but it was just. I never got around to it. It's fair. It was sitting there on Netflix and just like it, it could be watched any time. There yeah. was no urgency because it was on Netflix. It was like okay, it's there. I will watch it. Yeah, but I got to be in the right mood and then. Just never hey, happened. this weekend <laughs> worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I like Michael Shannon. I wouldn't say that I've watched a ton of stuff with him in it, uh, but I thought he was good in this. I, he's first... like a weird, like, I don't really know what the real guy was like. Mm-hmm. I've seen a picture of him. It doesn't look anything like Michael Shannon, but like Michael Shannon just seems like a weird guy to play a mob guy. I don't know. <laughs> it was a, around the time I think Michael Shannon was getting some popularity. So everybody mm-hmm. wanted him in his film. So like he was, he did the runaways. I think that was his first kind of like breakout role. And then he was doing Boardwalk, was Boardwalk Empire, the HBO oh, show. And he was, yeah. Oh, right. That's Mobby, right? I haven't seen yeah. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, it's a Jersey Shore mob. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, he was in a Herzog so film. Ac- my yeah. son, my son, what have you and done? And he was oh, super, he was super creepy in Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> Oh, he's in what? Bad, Bad Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Oh. Yeah, the one. I don't remember him in Bad Lieutenant, but I haven't he seen him in a He was just a sh- small part. Um, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I think he can kind of play various roles, certainly, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. There's something. Like, Why? he he was, he did stand out in the mob. Like, he, I don't know. He just was like this weird family guy. I don't know. There's something that bothered me about that portrayal of him. Like, I don't, again, I don't really know what the real guy was like other than reading about him on Wikipedia. Yeah, well, I just read that he actually, like, you know, hit his, abused his own family, wife and stuff, and they didn't even... that's my that. problem with that. this yeah. is that like all these types of movies where it's like and they want you to movie, sympathize with the villain. They want you to feel for this person yeah. because maybe otherwise you won't like the movie if you don't care about the main character. But like there was nothing really redeemable about him. He wasn't very. He was killing people. <laughs> like, he tried to kill a cat. Yes. And and his brother Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Stephen Dorff played his brother, which oh, again Stephen Dorff yeah. is so like doesn't age. Like I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> I, I thought that was Chris Evans, and then I just looked right. down in IMDb. And I was like, okay, okay, that was. So he plays his brother, and he says to him, "What like I don't know?" Because he's like judging his brother because Stephen Dorff killed a young girl like a 12 year old girl and that's the one like criteria that michael shannon has he doesn't kill girl like women and children and so he's like i don't have any sympathy for you that you're in prison i'm not gonna help you like nobody cares about you you killed a girl and he's like you grew when we were growing up you killed animals and stuff yeah and like i don't know there's just something about the sympathy we're supposed to have for him the fact that he doesn't ever hurt his family like you're supposed to think oh he's this great guy he's so who... nice because he doesn't kill women and children <laughs> right. but he just kills everybody else like i don't know like people he's not contracted to kill yeah, yeah. people who piss him off in a bar kill him right playing pool with someone doesn't like him kill him yeah you know totally and all that murdering wasn't nice but do i also <laughs> wasn't nice however but do i also remember him being kind of weird on the first date with winona in the diner yeah but i i feel like that could have been brushed off as like awkward yeah because he was trying to hide what he was doing like she kept asking him about himself and, and he, he said like, he, mm-hmm. he he said he dubbed for disney yes and he dubbed mm-hmm. for porn Mm-hmm. And then she never knew that. I don't know. The other thing is, like, in the story of the real guy's life, 
the family doesn't know what he does. In this, there was moments where it seemed like Winona kind of had a hint that he mm-hmm. was doing weird stuff, that but she just like tried to not ask too much about it. Yeah. But maybe in real life, like the family literally had no idea that he was. That's the way they. I mean, the uh, the Wikipedia (laughs) and also the end of this movie says like his family had no idea what he was doing and they never saw him again after he got arrested, which because you've watched this whole movie where he's played as sympathetic, you're like, oh, he never saw his family again. And they meant so much to him. I know when they showed that, I was like, am I supposed to feel bad for him? Right. Yeah. I mean, I I did because I was I bought into (laughs) the thing, but I also felt like I don't believe that this guy didn't abuse his family. Like he had this rage inside of him and that's why he needed to kill people for a living. Well, that was one point where he was holding Winona's head. I was like, he's going to like crush your skull or something. Right. Like, I was just like, he what did is he nothing. Do? That time he got really mad and like busted up the house. He didn't touch her. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe that the real guy didn't. No, he totally did. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. We have, we have with a this. sanitized gangster. Yeah. And you're supposed to like this guy. It's like Tony Soprano or something. <laughs> you're supposed to like him. <laughs> Apparently for this role, Winona, in the script, she ripped out all the scenes where she wasn't in to be the oblivious wife. Oh, so she really that's didn't so smart. know what was going on. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Good, she got good in, job, Winona. Yeah, she, she good. <laughs> I think she was good in this. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, the accent was distracting, but, but she, other part from she, that, was she was good. good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked her as a mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, too. Like a, a pre-Stranger Things mom skills. Yeah. On display. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Does this start in the 60s or the 50s? 64. Okay. Yeah, I missed that first, like, thing that said New Jersey, 19-whatever. Uh, when they're on that first date, he calls her a prettier version of Natalie, Natalie Wood. Wood. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But then later, so he gets in a fight. The first person we see him kill is somebody who says that she, like, dated his friend and that she wouldn't have sex with him and until marriage or whatever. So he said to her, said to him, like, this guy said to Michael Shannon, good luck getting your dick in her. And I was like, oh, I mean, of course, we're not supposed to like this guy. He's about to kill him. Yeah. But. Also, I, it flashed me back to that A Scanner Darkly conversation that happened between, what is it, like Rory Cochran and Robert Downey Jr., where they're talking about, like, oh, like, I think Robert Downey Jr. is saying, like, I can get you yeah, with her yeah, if you yeah. want. How it's just, like, yeah, how, like, finger, people yeah. are just talking about her, like, yeah, I can make, you can have sex with her. Just like, some I sort can, of sexual yeah. doll thing. You yes, know? exactly. Yeah. I didn't like it. um i what i didn't understand ray liotta so he hires them on they work for together for a while david schwimmer who let's talk about david schwimmer (laughs) oh my god i forgot he was in this my uh my note says omg ross (laughs) yeah because when you see him he's kind of at a distance and you're like that looks like david schwimmer but it's not it's not and then you hear it yeah Yeah, and then he comes in the room and he's like Hey, he wants to talk to you, and you're like that guy with that weird handlebar mustache. Oh, it was real. And he like, yeah, everything about his look was awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. <laughs> but he's the one who gets like the whole operation shut down, kind of because he like yeah, screws he, up. Yeah, Ray Liotta is told to kill him. He won't, so they like go 
I don't know, underground. I don't know what they do exactly, but they yeah. stop doing stuff so that they nobody notices that they're there. I don't know. But what I don't understand is it seems like David Schwimmer and the guy from The Sopranos, the like restaurant guy from The Sopranos, he's the other like mobby uh, guy. Yeah. The guy who plays Artie's in this? Yeah, he's the other guy like that's that's with Ray Liotta's crew. Um, oh, the friend guy. Yeah. And Ray Liotta. They're still kind of operating, but mm-hmm. they like laid off <laughs> Michael Shannon. Yeah, they fired him. And I don't really <laughs> like you lost your job. No, why? <laughs> like and then he and then Ray Liotta's mad cuz he's still working yeah. with some with somebody else who turns out to be What's his face? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, which I did not recognize him because he's like this he's hippie got, yeah. with sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses Long and this hair. filthy, like, unbrushed hair. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until he, like, came back with a shaved head that I was like, oh, that was Chris Evans all this time. I wondered who he was oh, he in came this. Back at, oh, that was him at the end. end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. And then I was like, oh, right. He's supposed to be in this. Who has he been? Oh, that guy. <laughs> Mr. Freeze or whatever they yeah, call yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess this is why he's called the Iceman because it's it's not just because he's cold and can kill people. It's because he froze bodies yes. and, so that nobody would know when the they time were of killed. death. Yeah. yeah, which they didn't really play up in this. Like they were cutting up frozen bodies, but they never discussed the fact that they did that. And yeah, I, yeah. But in real life, I guess that's why they called him the Iceman. <laughs> Love that they called the movie that, but don't really ever explore the fact that that's what's happening. Apparently, the real guy. Mm-hmm. Kuklinski was involved in the death of Jimmy Hoffa. Apparently, uh-huh. the, they only realized that after his death. But they, think he conf- he said he did it. Interesting. With a bunch of other guys in this, and he's, he said like the full details. Hoffa's oh. Hoffa's like a murder where the body was never found. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, like they think he's like just in they some said concrete they, they, somewhere. They uh, compacted the car and it shipped it off to Japan, so it's gone. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what the mystery solved. Apparently. <laughs> I just solved it. No, I didn't do it. Well, so yeah, at the end of this, it says that they suspect that he committed 100 murders mm-hmm. and he was convicted for like three or five or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think in the uh, Wikipedia, it said that he says it's more like 200 or something. So I would, I don't know if he's actually k- killed that many people or if now that, yeah. well, he's dead now, but like when he was in jail, <laughs> that he was like, I, I killed everybody. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just everybody, telling tales. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But James Franco was in this. I know. Yeah. There was a few like people just popping up. That I just like, read he, he actually auditioned for the lead. Really? Didn't get it. He's barely mm. in this. Yeah. He's like a guy who gets knocked off like Yeah, he'd make a good a dead-eyed moments. sociopath, I think. Eh, sure. But I don't know, this guy's supposed to be tall, so. Mm. <laughs> 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 Cuz that doesn't matter a lot, but um Maggie Gyllenhaal was originally cast as the Winona as character. As the Winona character, but she had a baby, so ah, she Winona go. filled in. Interesting. Um, what else we got here? I don't know. This I would say it's just not. I would say like if you were to compare it to Scorsese movies, his mob wives get to do more fun stuff. Like Sharon Stone in Casino gets to like go on, get like you know gacked on coke and like drive the car like up onto their lawn and yell or. Uh, sure, those mob wives know their mob wives like the <laughs> like that they can do whatever they want and nobody's going to do anything about it. Uh. 
Yeah, probably. And the Scorsese ones. They yeah, know yeah, because the guys, guys. the casino owner, mob wise guy, they're kind of, yeah, un, untouchable in a sense. Or they're like, yeah, I guess there's a, a sense of, of, of that. But um, there, I thought that maybe Scorsese gives them more psychology. Like the, right. the mob wife who realizes that the neighborhood guy who used to give her trouble is not going to bother her anymore. And you can tell, oh, she gets that sense of power. I can't believe I can't remember the name of the actor, the character in Goodfellas. But um, yeah. there's a lot of neat interpersonal dynamics. And I thought that um, Winona just got to be a type in this. She just got to yeah. be the perfect 60s, but provincial Jersey, more like 50s, like Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's why I couldn't tell when this took place. <laughs> yeah, she was like traditional mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's what the real woman was kind of like. Who knows? Like, mm-hmm. this is the weird thing about doing a movie about a real person. Like, obviously, you can take liberties, but yeah, then you're sometimes just like, you're kind of just stuck with like, this is what the whole thing is that they don't know that he's doing this. So we have to make out like she's so happy that he's this provider. At some point. She, she he says like oh it's fine you just want somebody to take care of you and she's like i like the way you take care of me mm-hmm. so but then you get this peculiar dinner scene where um i can't remember who it is is it a friend one of the friend of the family who reveals you know the ice man's big secret that it was it was pornography that he was dubbing which is hilarious because he's um, and he also murders you know like, yeah, like yeah. that's <laughs> the scandalous thing is that he the dubbed pornography, pornography. Yeah, because they say something about, like, cartoons or something, and then the girlfriend of one of the guys is like, is that what we're calling porn these days? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then she's like, porn? <laughs> and then that girl's like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me or whatever. But then I think somebody else pretends that, one, like, those guys are just doing porn on the side with his equipment. And so that's why... Mm-hmm. Winona doesn't know that it's porn because mm-hmm. he's not doing the porn. Right. The other guys are doing it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we don't have a lot to say about this movie because it's not terrible. Like, when we've had really terrible movies, we have a lot yeah. to be, like, angry about and, like, complain about. But this is a pretty middle-of-the-road, like, biopic mob movie that's fine. There's good one, enough to there's watch. There's one scene where he's, um, after his daughter, they, like, really ought to, like, kind of gets like a hit on the family and uh hits the daughter of the car the daughter's in the hospital and he has like michael shannon has like a little breakdown in the elevator and he's just like i'm sorry i'm sorry but that the way he's saying i'm sorry and like smacking himself into the wall was exactly like feruza bulk in the craft and i was like i've seen this scene before really and i was like this is weird but but like it's the same like kind of like losing your mind i'm sorry Interesting. Yeah, anyway, that's what I just thought. I was like, mm, just like the craft while watching this. <laughs> Maybe. That was his inspiration. Yeah, must be. <laughs> I don't know what else this director has done. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Michael Shannon's good. It's fine. The it's, ner- it's nice the- to see more Winona because she's like second build in this, which is nice. <laughs> the director hasn't really done anything. No prior to this like weird small movies one called the angel yeah it's exciting (laughs) (laughs) no for some reason i thought james mangold directed this but that was probably just in my head interesting (laughs) but yeah how did you feel about seeing more winona (laughs) i was i was fine but her characters are like yeah you know not so good 
That's okay. Yeah, I mean, when I mean, the would, movie's just, about all the mobsters yeah, exactly, and she's just about the men. wife. Is it, you know, exactly. Yeah. She's just the wife. She played the wife. She played the wife well, but she played mm-hmm. just the wife, and that was the kind of movie it was. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't know, I expected to see more action or something or more violence, but that was just me. Did you miss? I don't know. I thought it lacked it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have I already forgotten it? I only watched I it know. yesterday. I mean, or the day before. Did they make yeah. him kill a homeless person at some point? Uh, oh, right yeah, at the beginning. That was, that was something. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was still the point where you're like not sure that he's gonna be like that good of a killer. Like uh-huh. I guess you know that he's the whole point of this movie is he's a killer. But like I was like, oh maybe he's has some kind of moral compass, like he only kills people who deserve it or something but he wasn't really good at like covering his trail or anything like not really like like he was stupid to go kill the the guy he didn't wear a mask he was just like he did the sneeze on oh yeah the sneeze thing oh that was really upsetting that was really good when he sees him outside the club the mm-hmm. other guy Terry, sees yeah. inside the, the other guy yeah, he gets yeah. basically seen at the yeah. scene yeah, yeah. and I thought that wasn't terrible writing or maybe that happened and that's how the story right. goes yeah, but yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was that was interesting a botched hit with a really bizarre like weird the... Russian KGB way of killing someone yeah the sneeze yeah it was an interesting way but like why did he have to do it like I get that like the other guy killed people too why uh-huh. did the other guy do it instead of like someone he would recognize exactly like what so you're right. He didn't care. He just thought, I'm invincible. I can kill anybody. Yeah. I can go kill this guy. I know. Yeah, there was like a chip Doesn't missing. Matter. It was just like yeah. he was just doing it. Yeah. Yeah, when I was getting mad at the aspect that we are supposed to like this killer, I was thinking about Barry. Have you guys watched Barry? The Obama doc? No, no, no. It's the Bill Hader's show. He played plays a guy named barry it's a show called barry he plays barry barry's a hitman but he like wants to be an actor and so he's like taking acting classes and he has all these friends in acting classes and he's trying to get out of being a hitman but he's good at being a hitman so he keeps being a hitman basically like christopher (laughs) and the sopranos uh christopher and the that's true sopranos trying to break out trying to do that mob to acting transition (laughs) yeah though though bill Hader's not really working for the mob he's a like ex-military who's like contract contract killer basically Mm. anyway Yeah, so I just feel like there's a whole, I mean, there's like a whole thing about like mob movies where you're supposed to like the mob guys who are killing everybody. Like probably almost every <laughs> mob movie, you're supposed to have some sympathy for some of them. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. And I, I wrote the first question they asked him at the beginning of the film was like, do you have any regrets? And at the end he goes, you know, I don't regret anything. Yeah. But that's an interesting challenge for this film is because Michael Shannon is not charismatic like James Gandolfini or like right. mm-hmm. Al Pacino. He's got a quiet intensity about him. It's more internalized. Sort of yeah. Right. So, so I guess there's only so far, like so many, gross things he could do before he would lose the audience just thinking about how they sanitized his role and like made him a yeah. for some reason a good father and to have some sort right. of credo about not not killing non-adults or whatever um not adults <laughs> and not women killing and children, women women and children mm-hmm. women and children yeah but uh but i wonder if like yeah if they made him too true to life and too amoral and too unplugged from basic humanity then 
it yeah. would just be like you'd be like ew this guy's gross just be like Marquis de Sade like it would just be like completely upsetting I don't know yeah it's interesting they call him like in the media stuff about like the actual guy they they go from calling him a contract killer to a serial killer and I wonder like in the movie there are lots of moments where he just kills people that he isn't contracted to kill. He just is like, I've decided I want this person to die. So I'm just going to kill them like in the moment or like for whatever reason. So I wonder if he was like in real life, just going about killing. Yeah. I think he just killed all the time. Yeah. So 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 he does kind of a combo. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killer. (laughs) Never heard of that before. The old serial killer combo. (laughs) Yeah. But it was it was a slick movie. It was like you know the production was there. It, yeah, totally. It, it was totally swung. watchable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there was something, and I wonder if it was that I'm sorry moment. There was something that reminded me of Christopher Walken in this. Like Michael yes. Shannon was Christopher Walken as. <laughs> it's the guy. voice he was using or something. Kuklinski or but whatever. Christopher Walken Christ- played a gangster in King of New York. True. I didn't like it very much. You didn't like it? Like I don't it. know if I've seen it. Oh, because he wore the funny top hat. Like, it didn't... There was a top hat? <laughs> didn't he... Christopher, he, he can't be a gangster with a top hat. I felt like he had a top hat. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I'm looking it up. And I just see all our oh information-seeking skills. I also thought Gangs of New York was a musical, so just don't... Right? They're the Gangs I, of New I York. I thought I was the one who thought that. Did we... Did I we convince you? the Gangs you? of New York. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, there's only one picture here, and he is in it, not wearing a top hat. Fine. But who knows? Have I not seen this movie? What's wrong with me? Oh, is that Buscemi? It looks like he's wearing a hat that is not a top hat, but a, a hat of some you sort. You might have been disappointed in Buscemi's top hat. Maybe it was Buscemi, or you know who it probably was? Daniel Day-Lewis. Is he in? But Gangs in, of New York? In Gangs of New York, not in We're not. No, King, King of, of New York. York. We're talking about Christopher Walken. Oh, I switched as a, over to Gangs of New York. Yes, no, Christopher Walken was wearing all kinds of hats. I'm like, oh, Lawrence Fishburne's wearing a hat. <laughs> um, I don't even know what the King of New York is. is. Well, th- well, there you go. He's dancing. Uh, there's, there's Christopher Walken dancing in okay. King of New York. Fine. Just, I just, just <laughs> And his suits, so you know. I mean, the big shoulder now pads. I'm going to go watch this. Like. David Caruso. <laughs> See where we go with these. <laughs> so speaking of where we go, it's I April got corrected on our, from our last episode for oh, uh, yes. Dilemma because I was saying that I didn't know who Channing Tatum was, but uh, Adam texted me. He's like, uh, just want to let you know that you actually introduced me to Channing Tatum because he, he's in She's the Man, which came out in 2006, which mm. I owned on DVD and showed everybody. So I knew clearly who he was. Interesting. So we knew who Channing Tatum was. I should go watch King of New York. <laughs> I do like Christopher Walken. I'm not saying that Michael Shannon as Christopher Walken in this movie was bad. I just, he, were, he was reminiscent of Christopher Walken for me. I have no feelings about Chris Evans. I'm on the fence about James Franco and uh, Stephen Dorff doesn't age. <laughs> True. And Ross. And Ross is just hilarious. Oh my God, Ross. And then at the end, when he dies, um, right? he, he turns his head and the, you can, it reveals a ponytail that we hadn't oh, seen before. I, know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Look the at ponytail that hair. was a reveal. But it was intentionally, so he flipped it, then you could see it, and then he's like, You've got to die now. <laughs> like, you have a ponytail. 
ponytail. Like this is it. Was he but wearing so a goofy tracksuit also? Yes. Yeah, the, the like a beige tracksuit. Every time now, like, because Matt was in the room while I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, that is him! And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it looked like David Schwimmer, and then it was! And then he he just goes, juice, juice, because have you seen <laughs> uh, the O.J. Simpson biopic type thing, whatever it no, is. No, I, I haven't seen that it. That has Dave, uh, David Schwimmer in it. You got it, Juice. When Chris and I broke up, the Juice was there for me every night. It's like he's not really the Juice anymore. We gotta get you dressed, Juice. Juice, Juice, a will? Juice, Juice, Juice. Come on, Juice. Juice! Juice. Juice, it's AC. Juice! AC's here! Juice, I heard Juice. It's on every channel. You know I feel the same, Juice. You're gonna tell them yourself, Juice. 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 Your whole family's here, Juice. She's on the house phone waiting to talk to you, Juice. Juice. Okay, Juice. Okay, Juice. We're good to go. You're home, Juice. You know Uncle Juice, and your Uncle Juice. Your Uncle Juice is a good man. He's never going to stop being the Juice. <laughs> juice. David Schwimmer was uh, Chris Kardashian oh. in it. Is oh, it Chris? Robert Kardashian. Sorry. is I don't know. I don't oh, know the Kardashians to know who's who, but Robert Kardashian. Uh, and he calls OJ juice all the time throughout it. So, Matt. So, neither of you saw that? Anyways, no, that's no, what saw, he, he, I saw, he like, calls the him juice throughout it, and he's always like, juice. All right. You've been paying attention. What's the next movie, guys? The next movie. The letter is next. Oh. What? Same year, 2012. I didn't realize she had. Oh, James Franco's back! Oh, this is the James Franco one. Who knew she was in two, two movies, movies with, with James, James Franco? Franco? I didn't know this. In this one, she's really with him. Ooh, she's top build. Oh, who's James? Yeah, she's Hill? top build. James Franco's not even in the top four people that are in no. this. No, interesting. He plays Tyrone. Who? So maybe she's not really with him. Maybe she's with this Raymond. Josh Hamilton. Yeah. Who's Josh Hamilton? Okay, I'm gonna have to investigate all of these people before <laughs> before we talk about it. But she's like, yeah, she's right there, top build. So maybe we're actually gonna see a lot of Winona. This might be That's something exciting. Except we can't get our hopes up. <laughs> no. I said it could be it's something. It's a thriller. It could be something. You're right. It could totally be something. So yeah, come back for the letter. 2012. Yep. Episode 40 will be in a Holy next crap. one. I know, right? 40. Yep, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rakatul Saran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.